This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. I remember an old saying to the effect that nothing is ever wasted. I've heard that during school. I heard it from my parents. It's just something that makes sort of makes sense. And I've often applied this old adage to my aquarium work, quite literally, actually. If you've been in the hobby for any appreciable length of time, you've no doubt heard that one of the best ways to kickstart the biological processes in a new aquarium is to add some substrate from an established healthy aquarium. It's hardly a new idea. The thinking is that the established material contains a population an inoculant, if you will, of beneficial bacteria and other microorganisms to help establish pioneering populations in your new tank. It's a sound practice that's borne the test of time well, and it's part of basic aquarium keeping. It's the thinking behind many strategies and many products used to help establish the nitrogen cycle in new tanks. I've always embraced this practice, and I've sort of taken it farther in the past decade or so. Since botanical-style aquariums at their very foundation rely on biological processes and diversity, I tend to utilize more than just a handful of sand for this process. I'll typically use wood, botanicals, twigs, and even some of the leaves in the tank, regardless of their condition, as, you know, an inoculant. So, yeah, I'll literally transfer a fair percentage of the, let's call it software, from an existing tank into a new one. The rationale is exactly the same as the rationale for using sand from an established tank. And as you probably recall, fungal growths and bacterial biofilms, which will come along for the ride, are extremely valuable not only as a nutrient processing vehicle and a way to break down these materials further, they serve as a valuable food source for life forms at many levels, including our fishes. The growth of these organisms is powered by decomposing leaves and botanicals. And the idea of adding pre-colonized materials from existing tanks to help jumpstart a new tank is simply a logical and economical practice. Having a big chunk of completely established ecology transferred from one tank to another is almost too easy a process not to take advantage of. Now sure, transferring all this material over isn't a way to take a shortcut to circumvent the establishment of the nitrogen cycle in the new tank, but it is a step in establishing it. It's a way to bring some extant ecology into a new location. And think about it, this isn't all that different than what happens uh, when a stream overflows and forms a new small tributary. Some of the materials from the established aquatic ecosystem flow into the newly inundated area, bringing with them their onboard population of microorganisms, fungi, and insects. Nothing's ever wasted, right? Okay, this isn't exactly earth-shattering, I know, but it's worth thinking about, you know, vis-a-vis our aquarium work. And as we've discussed many, many times here, the same sort of concept applies when you're you know, remodeling an existing aquarium. Maybe you're switching up from, say, a South American theme to an African theme or whatever, and you're going to move some different materials into it. This is precisely, or actually it's very similar to, but if not precisely, an analogy to the Japanese aquascaping practice of Sozu Haishoku, which was espoused by the master of aquariums, the late Takashi Amano. This is the process of removing as much old substrate material as possible along with the plants it contains 
and replacing them with new materials in the same aquarium. It preserves the overall composition of the layout, but the softscape, in our case would be botanicals and leaves, could change dramatically. Yeah, in the world of the botanical style aquarium, the idea of leaving a substrate and leaf litter or botanical bed intact as you remodel isn't exactly a crazy one. It's about preserving ecology over time despite changes. And conceptually, once again, it sort of replicates what occurs in nature, doesn't it? Yeah, think about this for just a second. The idea is at the very heart of that urban agapo idea we love so much. As we almost continuously discuss around here, habitats like flooded forests, meadows, vernal pools, igarape, and swollen streams tend to encompass terrestrial habitats or go through phases where they're terrestrial habitats for a good part of the year. In these wild habitats, the leaves, the branches, the soils, and the other botanical materials remain in place or are added to by dynamic seasonal processes. So for the most part, the soil, the branches, and a fair amount of the more durable seed pods and stuff like that remain present during both the terrestrial and the dry phases. Materials are utilized in the habitat continuously. Not only is this an interesting phenomenon that further, you know, strengthens our um, understanding of the the connection between land and water, it's something that just makes a lot of sense in in, in terms of how we can run an aquarium. And in, in nature, it's no different. As the waters return, the formerly terrestrial environment is now transformed into this earthy, twisted, incredibly rich aquatic habitat, which fishes have evolved for eons to live in and utilize for food protection and real complex protected spawning areas. All of the botanical materials, the shrubs, the grasses, fallen leaves, branches, seed pods, and all that stuff, it's suddenly submerged. Often currents will redistribute the leaves and seed pods and branches into little pockets or stands, affecting the now underwater topography of the landscape. It's an elaborate dance. It's choreographed by nature and it encompasses numerous organisms, each filling a specialized role in a burgeoning aquatic ecosystem. So continuing developing and evolving cycles and processes which have gone on for eons is what nature does best. Nothing is ever wasted. Now, I might just be torturing the shit out of this simple idea, and I admit at this point I'm probably not adding much more to the recipe here, likely simply being redundant and maybe even a bit vague, but... I think we need to think about how interesting and indeed transformative the simple practice really is. And yeah, I'll concede that we probably don't have every answer on every process which occurs and which governs what happens when you do this. For example, the most common question I get when it comes to taking out a fair amount of this material and continuing your tank or transferring it to a new tank is, will the tank cycle again? And the answer is, sure, it could. On the other hand, Here's my personal experience. Remember, I keep a diary of sorts of most of my aquarium work. I have for over three decades, yikes. Uh, Just sort of a random scanning of my diary. I saw that I've executed this practice probably several dozen times on all types of aquariums, ranging from simple planted aquariums to, you know, what we'd call hardscape only tanks to botanical style blackwater and brackish aquariums and even a couple of reef tanks along the way. Not once as in never, have I personally experienced any increase in ammonia and nitrite, which is you know, indicative of a new cycle. Now, this doesn't mean that I guarantee perfect cycle-free processes for you. I'd be a complete asshole if I asserted that. Every system is different and has all kinds of different influences. There's numerous factors which impact the unique functions of a specific tank. And you can't simply expect instant results, right? Transferring a good complement of material to an otherwise brand new tank isn't going to fool nature, just isn't. On the other hand, in an existing tank, 
when you take out some stuff and leave the bulk of the substrate material and the botanicals intact and continue to provide, you know, fuel for the extant biota by leaving in and adding to the botanicals present in the aquarium, the lack of a new cycle makes a lot more sense, doesn't it? Botanical style systems are, in my opinion, more robust than they are vulnerable to insult from external factors. I believe that our botanical style systems, with their diverse and dynamic biology, rebound quickly from disruptions and changes. And I also believe that because of our approach and its reliance on biological processes, that they establish themselves to a more stable state far more quickly than typical aquariums do, much like the natural systems that they prefer to represent. Of course, I also have in place a mindset and, like most of you, a mastery of basic aquarium husbandry practices that assure success with this approach. And that's a huge key here. Patience, 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 patience. And the understanding that, yeah, a tank might take a while to establish itself, even with a large influx of old materials, uh, or just grasping the fact that you might experience an ammonia or nitrite spike when you reconfigure an existing tank and being able to go with that is critical to success, in my opinion. There's no need to rush. Not needing to rush to some arbitrary finish line is like the most liberating approach to keeping any kind of aquarium. It'll not only guide your practices and decisions, it will instill in you a better understanding of the processes and occurrences which take place in nature as well, which of course take place in our tanks. If you look at an aquarium as you would a garden, uh, an organic, living, evolving, growing entity, then the need to see the damn thing finished becomes much less important. Suddenly, much like a road trip, the destination becomes sometimes less important than the actual journey itself. It's about the experiences gleaned along the way, enjoyment of the developments, the process. In the Botanical Style Aquarium, it's truly about a dynamic and ever-changing system. And every stage of you know, the aquarium's existence holds a unique fascination if you let it. By reusing and repurposing existing materials and the organisms which, organisms which colonize them, in new iterations of your tank or new tanks altogether, you're simply carrying on the same processes which have occurred in natural aquatic systems for eons. Think about that. In essence, one could argue that this little process instills a certain immortality into our aquariums. The botanical materials and the substrate from one established aquarium can literally bring life to a succession of new systems almost indefinitely. Yeah, a sort of immortality for sure. Something to think about, right? I believe so. Stay thoughtful, stay patient, stay observant, stay diligent, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tenant Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me, and I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tenant.